Oregon's one mission to bring Major League Baseball to Oregon. Powered by the Portland Gear Store and Guardian Games, this is the Diamonds and Roses podcast. And without further ado, your hosts, Ben and David. I'm Ben. And I'm Dave. And welcome to the Diamonds and Roses podcast. What's going on, Dave? I don't know. What do you have going on? Oh, God, lots of stuff. Uh, ben. You know, trying to get some research done and so on, going to events. You've been you? you've been extremely busy. Ben's been an extremely busy guy networking, and he's he's uh, discovered some really interesting people and made some really interesting connections. Yes, I again I went to this recent event, got to talk a little bit with Mike Barra of the Portland uh, Diamond Project. Another name uh, in broadcasting you might know. Yeah, Mr. Mike. Blazer himself. Yeah, great great broadcaster. Yeah, great great, and I got to talk to you know a few others. Um, and hopefully we'll get Mike on the podcast here soon. Yeah, I'd love to pick his brain. Exactly. Um, and talk to Mike about a uh, really important thing that has a major impact on baseball to Portland. You know what that is? No, what is it? So it is the Senate Bill 5 from 2003 legislative session. Yeah, this has been uh, this has been up there for a while and this will have a significant impact on this whole this whole dream, this whole vision, this whole journey we've been talking about. Exactly. And I was talking to Mike about it and I said, before I researched this, I was not sure uh, 100% what it was about. Do you do you even know what it's about? It's it's something to do with stadium funding. It is, but... Do you, Other than that, I don't know many of the specifics. Yeah, because for me, it, it's I always think it's like, okay, well, if it's stadium funding, then that means the public's going to be funding this, right? Right, right. I mean, the, the, the funding has to come from somewhere if we want a major league team. Mm-hmm. But what if I told you that was not the case? I'd be even more interested. Yeah, and so I talked to Mike, and I'm like, Mike, I think that it's really important that this information be relayed to the public so that way they're aware of like what this bill's about. And, and also, you know, any, any rumors or innuendo or anything uh, can kind of go away and people, the people can make really kind of educated decisions and kind of uh, set, set their, set their standards and as, as they understand things more clearly. Yeah. And so, but before we get in really quickly, um, it, it does kind of sound like they're getting close to maybe picking a location for the stadium. Yeah. And there's been, there's been rumors of this and rumors of that from up in North Portland all the way down to uh, North Wilsonville. Yeah. And, and as I told Mike, I, I think that how they're going about doing this, being very tight lipped yeah. and not having to redact anything that they came out and said in the fir- first place. And it's like, oops, well, we don't have that site because it got sold. It's been great. Yeah, they, they are they are smart. They are keeping things playing things very close to the to the vest and you know they don't want they don't want anything any create any kind of paranoia or uh, overexcitement and uh, just kind of taking it slowly and trying to do it right. Exactly. And I think the way that they're going about doing it right now, at least from my perspective, is been the right way. I think so. I think, you know, it's I think it has the potential to, to a slight potential to crash and burn, but I mean, in likelihood, it's going to happen. And and again, there's been so much time, money, and and just energy investment in this mm. that I like the attention to detail. Exactly, and it's not as if they say, "Hey, people, we got this pace down by the waterfront. It's got a great view of uh, Mount St. Helens, or it's got a great view of Mount Hood." This is the location. Oh, two weeks later. No, that's not the location. It kind of fell through because of funding or right. permits or something. Because if that happens once or twice, 
then public interest and, and public opinion is going to, that could be a disaster. Yeah. So with that said, let's talk about stadium funding because it's really important that I think that we as taxpayers, we as interested parties in this whole entire thing uh, have a better understanding for <laughs> this bill. But quality of life investors, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I wanted to do an episode specifically devoted to the Senate bill. So I'm going to get into it. So it's House Bill 3606 or Senate Bill 5, which was passed in the 2003 session okay. of the state of Oregon legislature and would eventually go on to be signed by then Governor Theodore Kolongoski. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the 76th Oregon Legislative Assembly, which was in their 2003 regular session, uh, authorized the issuance of bonds to partially finance a Major League Baseball stadium upon occurrence of specified conditions. Right. There are two things that stand out, partially and specified conditions, mm-hmm. right? So the, yes. that's the legalese right there, which you, you think partially, you think you know, uh, percentages, right? Mm-hmm. And then specified condition. Yes. You think of what you wonder what those conditions are. Yeah. And it's not, it's telling me right up front, out of the bat, out of the gate, we're not funding the entire stadium. Right. right. Let, letting everybody know. Yes. Sure. So they, def- the bill specifically defines a major league stadium. It's a stadium located in the city of Portland that is designated for use by a major league baseball team that team and has an estimated cost of 300 million dollars or more Hmm. so what do you get just from that little bit right there it has to be a big enough investment essentially yes but the other key important element in there is it has to be in the city of portland within the boundaries yes yeah which and 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 there's that 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 potentially limits sighting exactly With, with that said you know you know Bills can be changed. They can be amended yeah. in the future by anything else, by any other legislature. But what this tells me right now is that it can't be in Westland. It can't be in Trout Tigard. It, yeah, it can't be in Wilsonville. I mean, it, they right. ha- they would have to go get legislative approval. And, and you wonder if the factor is, is, is it, you know, max rail transportation? Is mm-hmm. it... Um, you know, you wonder, you wonder how that came about. Those specific, you know, yeah. specific statistic, uh, kind of geographic limitations. Yeah, and there, um, Mike told me there was a professor up at Lewis and Clark that helped to put together the the draft form of everything and help the legislature okay. make an understanding of this. And um, we really would like to get that professor to come on to really kind of do a deep dive oh, yeah, into this. That'd be great, and, and kind of talk about that. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to work on uh, and figure out who that gentleman was or the lady. So that way we can get them on the show to talk about this. But to, to jump back into it, section two of the, um, the bill said that the director of the Oregon department of administrative services with approval of the state treasurer can or may enter into one or more agreements on behalf of the state of Oregon, Hmm. granting incremental baseball tax revenues for a period of not more than 30 years. Grants can only be used to pay financing, developing, constructing, and furnishing a major league stadium. So I wonder beyond beyond those those four things, I wonder what there is. I'm, I'm trying to think about how much wiggle room they leave themselves with this bill, yeah. right? In terms of uh, in terms of paint, painting yourself into a corner when you have a bill, how much mm-hmm. room room for work or room for interpretation? Uh, that that's an interesting thing when looking looking at the language, the legalities yeah. of these bills. And 
you know, that's a, that's a really good question and a really good thought and comment that you bring up because, you know, as I had said, and I, I don't know if I recall telling you this, but I, you know, I, I previously worked for a member of the Oregon delegation. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I learned while working with them is there's clearly all this documentation that is there for these specific proposals because you gotta you gotta be able to go back in and look at okay well why were they thinking this way and and, and what, what how are they defining x y or z so the, there probably is the documentation within this bill and in the historical records that really kind of talk to that yeah so um uh, but they said that the money will come from the general fund and placed into the major league stadium grant fund again this is completely different than just here's your money it i mean the word a lot, there, of, a lot of stipulations the yeah. word there is grant money yeah I, that stood out to me too yeah and and, and again it, you know it's coming from tax revenues but it's grant money it's, it, it it begs the point of really talking to the person the creator of this bill mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what that's you you're you're right on that yeah and 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 let's go into this part this is where the meat and potatoes i think uh, of really this bill are it's section three it says no money can be given without the following so now we have the prerequisites for mm-hmm. this the city of portland must make a written request to the director of the Oregon Department of Administrative Services to execute and deliver a grant agreement. Okay. Major League franchises must agree to locate and be based in Portland and enter into a legally binding commitment to remain in Portland for at least the term of the grant agreement. Which, okay. So Which could be up to No relocation, years. right? Yes. No re- so, as I just read a little bit ago, these things can be up to 30 years. Okay. So, if you're entering into a grant agreement for 30 years... You can't move the franchise regardless of success or failure Exactly. So, right. I mean, that to me is is, is That's good. pretty unique. It well, is. It's good if you're a Portlander, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, thinking of these, thinking of teams, you know, I'm thinking of the San Diego Chargers... And how devastated, you know, this, this San yeah. Diego was to lose its team. And, and just, you know, these, these teams in the past that have been uprooted. Well, I'm thinking of like Tampa, the, the Tampa Bay Rays or like the Florida Marlins. I mean, didn't the Florida Marlins old baseball stadium, I don't think was that old. And they up and left. Well, actually, more specifically, more recently, the Atlanta Braves. I mean, they had Turner Field yeah. from the early 90s. Yeah. Ful- and then, Fulton County Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. They had Turner, Fulton County Stadium. They went over to Turner Field after the 96 Olympics. Yeah. And then they just recently headed out of yeah. uh, downtown Atlanta to Bounced the, around three different the other county. And now they got a brand new stadium. So, I mean, I'm thinking like, OK, well, that really isn't that long ago. Yeah. That they were in that stadium. So it's like they're bouncing. And then it's, you know, you got all these people are bouncing around. So it's like, this is really good. Because if you enter into a three-year commitment, you you need to stay here for three yeah. years. And essentially, the, it, Portland is, could potentially invest in, in industrial, commercial, and kind of infrastructure surrounding that. It, it, yeah. It kind of it kind of begs a commitment, a commitment to, to the, the city and civic leaders, essentially. It, exactly. Yeah. And so they, they, it goes on to say, all money to build a stadium not based on the grant agreement has been committed. So they have to, okay, you have to have the, you have to make sure that you have the other financial backing right. uh, for this uh, to be there, whether that be 
you know, it has, they tax, said it has to be over $300 million, $300 million or more. So we're looking at 150 plus. In, in private investors, yeah. tax revenue, whatever that, whatever that subsidiary is. Yes. Yeah. So the Oregon Department of Administrative Services must provide reports regarding estimated and actual incremental baseball tax revenues. The advisory committee reviewing and approving the provisions of the grant agreement. And then section seven says 8% of the income here's a kicker let me let me let me take a step back so section seven is that here's the the other part where people are going to be very interested in and this is well okay you're talking about grant money so this means there must be something some way that we get our money back here's the section that talks about how the money is you know recouped and so it says eight percent of income which is they talked about fifty thousand dollars or more shall be withheld and provided to the Department of Revenue, which is approximately $4,000 per year. That's if you live here full-time. This income is from, quote, member of a professional athletic team. That means an athlete or an in- other individual rendering services to a professional athletic team if the compensation of the athlete or the other individual exceeds $50,000 in a tax year. Which, which obviously you've got league minimums for salaries. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not talking you're not talking about just the athlete. You're talking about people Employer, who are yeah. employees. Yeah. Employees. Yeah, employees. So you're essentially if you work for this organization are paying 8% of your check to go and reimburse this thing. So already right now what I've learned is that we've got a grant it's for the lifetime of that grant. It's got to be for a stadium that's over that's three hundred million plus, mm-hmm. and that the basically as I was told to me, it's a drop tax. Yep, it, and it's it, potentially it could be up to a thirty year commitment. Exactly. So we got the athletes or the the people that provide services to the athletes reimbursing this grant money, and we got a major commitment. How much better can that be already? Hey, the, the employees of the organization are helping pay for it. Yes. Yeah, through their salaries. And uh, as I understand it, the bill uh, that's written this way will be the grant is that the grants reimbursed, as we just talked about. This is where the state collects tax revenues for no more than 30 years. However, the following are applicable. If a member of the team is a resident of Oregon, then all compensation paid to them is subject to withholding. However, if a member of the team is a non-resident, a portion of their compensation is subject to withholding based on the number of duty days within the state hmm. that year. Trying to promote the idea of living here, becoming a resident. Yeah, yeah. Or, or otherwise not. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> and paying for it. In short, it's the total number of days both spent within and outside the state during, that, during the tax year. Duty day is defined as, quote, being all... Being of the official uh, preseason training period of the team through the last game in which the team competes or is scheduled to compete during the tax year. Hmm. So, the for many, for a couple teams, the regular season. I mean, today is October second when we're recording this. Yeah, and I think there's a couple teams playing in the kind of the play-in version the, of the, the wild, wild card. card. Yeah, yeah. So for many teams, I think it ended what, two days ago. Uh, the regular season ended for them. Yeah. So in this particular case, it would have been officially two days ago. But then 
some games ended a game ended yesterday and then you got to play in game in tonight so therefore it's like okay well or you know you could be ending paying today yeah so um so that's what i'm taking from that little bit of information so i know we, when we talked to frank we you know he talked about the other times when baseball had you know had the potential of of coming here and in 2004, when there was a really big push that year. Prior to the severe economic recession. Right? Yes. The, the economy, the national economy was seemingly booming at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So prior to that time frame, the city of Portland put together their own plan in 2004 to then lure what team to probably to Oregon? Was that the Oakland A's? No. no. Was, which team was that it they were trying to lure? East on the East Coast. Who was it? They're in Washington now. Okay, was it the Nationals? It was the Montreal Expos. Well, now the Washington, now the Washington Nationals, Nationals yes. but formerly the Montreal Expos. Yes. Okay, so and and there was talk of that, but it wasn't it wasn't near even close to what we have now. If I'm thinking about it was it was close because the the Expos man, you know, management had actually come out here. However, with that said, I believe that they were essentially using Portland as a bargaining chip to get what they essentially ended up yeah. getting in Washington. D.C., right. Yeah. It was just playing one side against the other, essentially. Precisely. Yeah. So, I, I, in short, I kind of feel like or you know, Oregon and Portland has been kind of like the redhead <laughs> we were, we stepchild. Were, we were the stepping stone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, the, the third wheel. Always the bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Left at the altar <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so the city of Portland put together a financing plan in 2004 for the expo. Right. Right. I bring the expo. Yeah, I do here. remember that. Yeah. The estimated stadium cost was $350 million. The amount was slightly below the projected cost at the time. However, the city viewed it as a starting point. According to this plan previously discussed, the state of Oregon build does not have a sunset date. So, hmm. you know, the, the bill that we previously discussed doesn't Not have a statute of limitations. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't expire. So it's available whenever. Um, and so basically the city of Portland anticipated that there would be a $75 million payroll in year one with 5% annual growth for the team. So using the 5% growth rate in 2018, there would have been $148.5 million Hmm. in the uh, payroll. And by 2022, it would be up to $180.5 million. Hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Even if I say back then, it's not that long ago, but that's a significant sum. Yeah, it is. Uh, so the the game estimates that the, you know they had they said that the PGE was averaging twenty thousand two hundred and four people per game. This is when they were doing the averages in two thousand four yeah. with the Portland Beavers. And, and you think about Portland's population was, you know, a uh, lot lower, significantly lower than. But it's it significantly now. increased since then. Oh, you think yeah, of all the high yeah. rise apartment yeah. complexes that they put I mean, in. They continue to Portland put in. metro areas is so much so much larger now. Yeah. And they estimated uh, that the MLB park would get about 27,965 people per game. And now they're talking about – th- so that leads us into their – I think it was like, what, 32,000-seat stadium? Yeah. That's, is the talk? Yep, which is uh, a smaller a smaller end. Yeah. Uh, but but again, uh, it better be smaller and have it, get it filled, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that I keep saying is, is that – while you have a, you still have the smaller stadium, 
there's no reason why they can't bring like big events here, like concerts. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's usefulness. Yeah, know, as a as a resource. So it's not just gonna be for baseball. There'll yeah. be other events there. Yep. Um, so, anyways, the city wanted to place a ten uh, percent fee on all tickets. This, they also wanted to place a 8% fee on merchandise and con- concessions sold at the stadium. So you can see our money going up. That's why we have $30 beers. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Take out a small loan. Yeah. So they, they estimated they get $8 for concessions per capita, $2 for merchandise, $20 for sweets. And they see it as a 3% increase. So their projected revenue... Uh, was twenty nine million in two thousand four, forty three point eight seven million in two thousand and eighteen, and about forty nine and change for two thousand. Projected re- revenues for for new major league, for new professional franchises. That's always a crapshoot. Yeah, you know what's really interesting too is is that the the suites alone in the stadium. Guess how much they think that they would have gotten in two thousand eighteen. How for much? Thirty point two five million dollars. Just for suites, huh? Or sorry, thirty dollars and twenty five cents per capita. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, that's not million. My okay. bad. I was like, uh, yeah, I just read that wrong. <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's what like late at night, so we're recording this. So bear with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the team lease for the stadium would be twelve million dollars, and they anticipated that they would have received thirteen million dollars in hotel and vehicle tax. Okay. And. Uh, they actually charter seats. Uh, they thought they'd get like $25 million from those. And uh, this this reminds me of um, a little bit when I was writing this up of when we talked about Multnomah Civic Stadium. Oh, yeah. When uh, the Mac, what was it that the Mac wanted to do? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. What was it? Um, I think they had like 300 or... Was it expansion? It was, no, they, yeah. they wanted to build the new stadium. And so in order to, to raise like, I think the $150 million or whatever it was to build the stadium, that they sold seats. And so they sold these seats. And they weren't like, actually like selling suites or, or you know... They were selling seats. They were actually selling seats. So it was like yeah. season tickets essentially yeah. to any event. But anyway, so they, they wanted to set aside 5,000 of these. Hmm. And... The average price per seat was five thousand dollars. So twenty five million, or whatever they projected revenue that they thought would they get from these. Uh, again, like I said, the max selling the max sold seats for the stadium at a hundred dollars each, which is about a thousand forty five dollars today from rant for random events at each stadium. I mean, yeah, it's 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 again. It's a commitment. To, they're they're going to have to think outside the box, right? And yeah. You've got multiple events coming, and it's it's you know the financing behind this. It's you know they they've got to find a way to kind of fill in the fill in the missing chunks. Yeah. Yep. Essentially. So they also in this report that they said the population base per franchise in two thousand, Portland ranked third behind L.A. and New York, which is incorporates New Jersey and Long Island also. Okay. Or North New North Jersey. So we were viable. I mean, yeah. at, at the very least. But guess who it was ahead of? What major cities it was ahead of? What What did we beat? Do we beat Charlotte? I'm throwing that out there. Uh, we beat Chicago. Really? Yes. Sacramento and Orlando, just to name a few. Interesting. We beat Orlando, Central Florida. But huh. we beat Chicago. Yeah. That that in terms that, of viability, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Base per franchise, Chicago was below Portland hmm. in, in 2000. I I was like, really? That's that's impressive. Yeah. Um, 
So after the passage of the bill, then Governor Theodore Kulongoski wrote this statement, quote, one of the greatest traditions in baseball is that it is a sport without a clock. You never know how long the game will take. The same has been true of, the, of Senate Bill 5. Passage of this bill came after months of hard work by supporters in both parties. This is a bipartisan victory that is good for baseball fans and economic development in Oregon. It will bring both needed jobs and tourists to our state. But Senate Bill 5 is like the first game of a doubleheader. <laughs> there is still another game to play. Senate Bill 5 will finance up to $150 million toward the cost of a new ballpark. That win is secure. It is now up to the city of Portland to step up to the plate with their share of the cost so that Major League Baseball can soon be enjoyed by all the people of Oregon. Play ball. Theodore Kolongas. I like the analogies put in there. Like, yeah. Like the first game of a doubleheader and yeah. ending it with play ball. Do you, know, cool. do you know Theodore was a Marine? Ted Kulongoski was a Marine. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. No. Yeah. I got to meet him, um, you know, several times when I was in the Oregon National Guard. Gotcha. Uh, and, you know, I met him personally. We just kind of ch- chatted here and there and talked about the Marines. I give him a hard time about the Marine Corps and sure. being in the Marines. I'm sure said, you do. Should, should, should join the Army. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me funny. I bet he did. And he wanted to rip my skull off or little, something. A little, little core conflict there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so as I, we discussed, this all came about after Major League Baseball made a decision to officially relocate the Montreal Expos. And I think we it was a lot of because of the stadium declining, uh, you know, attendance at the games. Yeah. Montreal just it wasn't it didn't it didn't have the same draw, say, that mm-hmm. Toronto has has had. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Portland was considered to be uh, a, a viable candidate. Uh, then Mayor Vera Katz and uh, other officials flew to New York City to meet with the committee in charge of the Expo's relocation. PGE Park would have been used temporarily as the team's home field until a new stadium could be built. Uh, the Expo's ended up being relocated to Washington, D.C. Uh, so what's what's interesting about this is, is that they, they talk about Civic Stadium being able to be used for baseball. Do you think that they could, because of the reconfiguration for uh, the Timbers, do you think they could still use Civic Stadium right now for baseball or it's just uh, not configured correctly? Because, I mean, they are right at this time doing a lot of construction to put in more seating there. Yeah, Mayor Paulson, I, I wonder, I mean, the Beavers thrived there for a while, mm-hmm. you know. And the Mavericks um, did too. I'm wondering about seating and angles, and I wonder wh- where is he putting in the seating? Is is a question, right? Where's the seating going? Um, it's going on. I mean, it the is a, east side of the stadium. Okay, so I I, I don't know if they can expand enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just don't know. What they got? How many? How many actual seating seats? I mean, the do they timbers. Have there? The timbers fill up. This, well, the timbers sell out a lot. Yeah, yeah. That'd be an, that'd be interesting to find out. I guess the thing that I'm wondering is, is that, um, you know, could they legitimately house a team there? I, I, I don't, I don't think so. Cause I don't know because I think they reconfigured it for soccer specifically. Yeah. I think they've done enough to it to where I don't, I don't think it's viable in that exact location. Yeah. Cause Mike, Mike, Mike Barrett had talked about if, if they were, let's say they were, the Portland was to get an expansion team yeah. or not expansion team. They were to get a team that relocated. Sure. 
uh, you know, I think he was saying that there's a possibility that that team would have to remain where they are at, or they'd have to find an alternate location for them, that team to play until the stadium would be built. Oh, gotcha. So there'd be a lag. Yeah. And so right now the two teams that were kind of essentially in the running are the Oakland athletics and, um, you know, in the Tampa Bay rays, but there's also been talk of Seattle because Seattle's, you know, lease is getting ready to expire. Okay. Safe go. Interesting. And I think the Arizona Diamondbacks is, is another. Uh, really? They got that, that nice ballpark. They, and, and they do, but the leases are coming huh. up in those locations. So that's, that's it. It's the timing. It's the lease timing. And, mm-hmm. and safe go is another one where, where I read that they're talking about, they, they need all these new, these things done because there are some issues going on with C. And I'm like, man, that place is nice. I mean, the, the, the Seattle facilities between, uh, Quest and, and and Safeco. It's yeah. It's that's a beautiful setup. They're so mm-hmm. well structured. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So moving moving on. So 2006 and 2007 uh, is, is again the Florida Marlins. You know we talked about this. The Florida Marlins relocation uh, was came about. The major question at the time was whether or not they could secure funding for a new stadium. And you know obviously clearly they did. But they you know they came out here and a proposal was drawn up submitted. The plan would use money from Senate Bill 5 to pay for the stadium. Again, PGE Park was actually being considered to be used for the home, uh, house the team. However, it would need to add more seats that would accommodate 25,000 fans. Uh, January of 2006, Marlins President Dave Sampson visited Portland and six other cities and looked at potential locations. As we know it, the Marlins stayed in Florida, and that really kind of leads us where we are today. Which is an expansion franchise. Yes, which I think will probably be my most the, the likely scenario. Wants, wants another ex- franchise or two. Two, yeah. yeah two. And, you know, here's here's the funny thing again. This this All of this comes around to where are we at now? Well, you know, we just talked about the Montreal Expos. Montreal Expos relocated to Washington. Montreal is being considered That's, as an expansion That comes around. Team. So, again... Uh, this is so interesting how history not necessarily is repeating itself, but history is is taking these different little snapshots in time in circles. Is, yes. Call them circles. Yeah. Yeah. That that if Montreal were to get a franchise again, that'd be interesting. But but we're more concerned with Portland getting a franchise. Exactly. In 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 Portland right now, from for all intents and purposes, by my understanding, is really being looked at heavily. And and, and some are saying even the the commissioner of Major League Baseball considers Portland to be probably the top contender. I, I think I think Commissioner Manfred. I think he would. Yeah, I think he'd say. I that. hope so. Yeah. Let's get him on the show. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> Somebody help us get him on the show. We'll talk to the commish. There, we, there it is. Hey, I'm the commish. <laughs> We've uh, we mentioned this uh, last episode. Uh, we mentioned this last episode. Some of those uh, u- uniform and logo uh, logo images that you were looking at. Yeah, um, just just fun to look at. Where where can uh, where can our listeners check those out? Well, they can check out lots of different places. So we have many different things. We have a Twitter account. Podcast Roses. We also have an Instagram account, DR Podcast PDX. You can also find us on the internet at just type us in Diamonds and Roses uh, podcast. You can find us there. We're even on LinkedIn. I mean, you find us on all of the uh, podcast 
plethora of different sites out there. Check so, out check out some of the snapshots. Check out some of the commentary. Check out some of the images. And, Pretty cool stuff. And and, and and as I always said in the last episode and all the other ones, you know, please provide us your feedback. It's important to us, right, yeah, Dave? We like it. We, we want to grow. We want to grow with you. And we also want to know and, and get any ideas for potential shows um, for you because we're about presenting good quality yeah. material. Yeah, throw out your ideas. Chances are we'll we'll, we'll get to it. I mean, and and heck, maybe we're learning a lot and having a lot of fun. Exactly, and and maybe even to have even more fun. Hell, we if we pick your your idea, maybe we'll have you on the show to talk about it. We're we're very flexible, very open minded, and just having a blast with this. Exactly. So um, that'll do it for for this episode, Dave. Again, it's been really great. And learned a lot. Learning and a lot. Bringing this whole thing to life. Yeah. So just remember. Senate Bill 5 is going to be a jock tax. It's not going to be a tax on you, the taxpayer, you, the interested party. It's a grant. It'll be paid back by the team. Which is, it's good to know. A little relief for the the public psyche. It is. Um, It's been great. It's been real. It's been fun. You have a good one, Dave. Hey, Ben, you have a great one. All right, buddy. Peace out. Peace out.